You're listening to Beyond the Ordinary, a show about the companies, founders, and ideas that are shaping the future of health, science, and financial technology. Here's your host, Tommy Martin. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Beyond the Ordinary. I'm so glad you're here today. We have a special guest today, actually a dear friend of mine, but also a leader in his space. And I have asked Dr. Jeff Glad to join us on Beyond the Ordinary today as a follow-up. One of the things that we talked about with Bonnie Harris in a recent episode was this idea that when you're looking at quality control in a business, that prevention is always, always better than detection. And you hear me say that a lot on this show. Prevention is better than detection. That's how we do quality control in a business. This is why when you try to enter a four-digit zip code on Amazon, you cannot click submit. They are preventing you from making a mistake, not detecting it later. And with Bonnie, we recognize this idea of that's the same thing for our health. Prevention is better than detection. And I don't know why that was a new epiphany for me. I had just never put that quality control framework to our own health. And I could not stop thinking about it after that came to me. And the guy I know in that space that has a passion for preventative medicine, not detecting the symptoms of a problem later, but actually helping people prevent those things from ever occurring. One of the leaders in the world happens to be a great friend of mine. And so I've invited Dr. Jeff Glad on the show today. He is the chief medical officer at Fullscript. They are the leader in powering integrative medicine practices with content, education, the highest quality supplements, practice management. He is now their chief medical officer after building one of the most successful integrative medicine practices in the country. And my understanding, and we'll get into this in the show, but integrative medicine is this field that's developed to say, let's stop treating symptoms and let's stop doing detection in medicine after the problem's already there. And let's instead prevent those things from ever happening by helping people be proactive about their health instead of reactive to it. So you're going to hear all about this today. Jeff has an incredible story as well of how he became one of the leaders in this space. We're going to hear about that. And we're going to talk about how do we get proactive about our health. And then for those practitioners out there, how can they embrace this side of really proactive, preventative medicine, what we call integrative healthcare, instead of the traditional, let's treat the problem after it's already there. So that might be my longest introduction of all time, Jeff, but we are so glad you're here today and happy to have you on the show. Thanks, Tommy. Yeah, it's great to be here. I mean, it's my favorite topic by far. Well, Jeff, we're so glad to have you here. And one of the things our listeners love is hearing people's stories. And you actually didn't grow up thinking, oh, you know, when I get into my career, I'm going to go kind of redefine the way that medicine is done. That's not where it started for you. So how did you go from, you know, where you started to actually ending up here? Yeah, I love telling this story. So I went through college and medical school and residency with a completely conventional mindset, just, you know, didn't think there was any other option. Actually, one of my really good friends 
in our residency program was able to start an acupuncture clinic within the walls of the residency, which was completely unheard of. But also, I had no interest in being a part of it. I didn't refer patients there. It was too weird. So again, very conventional. Started a family practice in the town I live just outside of Fort Wayne and you know, delivered babies, did colonoscopy, EGD. Again, very conventional prescribe and treat, refer type of practice. When our second child was born, who will be 17 in a couple months, it was a really the, the cheap focus of like, I just need to lose weight. I was clearly overweight, had been an athlete years ago, let it go. And all right, I'm going to cut down the amount of food I eat. And then did that for a bit, realized it should be mostly whole foods that I eat, lost 50 pounds in six months. But more important than that, and this was sort of the aha, was I had been taking SSRI medication for panic attacks since medical school, sneaking it out of the drug rep closet since residency to get through residency, get through early practice, didn't need it anymore, like literally felt empowered and so clear-minded that I weaned off of that successfully. And it was just this like, why don't I do this for patients? Like, this is ridiculous. I got like, you know, a couple hours of nutrition in medical school as part of a biochem class. I got to learn this stuff. So dove really deep into nutrition, couldn't stop learning, then applied that to patients, right? So it's the 40 patients a day. I had such a hard time writing a new blood pressure medicine, writing for a higher dose of insulin, and instead would sort of put my pen down and say, what'd you eat this morning? I mean, what are your relationships like? And just started to kind of dive into the real roots of health, which is what I was learning, and discovered there 80% of patients didn't have any interest in that conversation. They want their script. They want to go home, fix me, doc. But 20% of people, like really eyes opened, want to talk about it, want to engage. And then I've got four people in the waiting room and two other people in rooms waiting for me. And I sort of opened a can that I couldn't help. So not only did I start realizing the type of care, you know, I wanted to change the way I was delivering care and the way I was approaching patients and working with patients. But I also realized the business model of medicine wasn't set for me to be able to provide this kind of care. So studied integrative medicine formally through the University of Arizona, got a formal foundation of education beyond just nutrition, mindfulness, fitness, supplementation. But also, again, this is why I love the word integrative, because I'm also using that conventional medicine background and education every day in the clinic. Like that's required to take care of patients and to know where the limits are. And then started an integrated medicine program with our local hospital system, was the first in the area. And we were successful in that the patient interest was huge. And about a year and a half in, the hospital administrators came to me and said, Jeff, we love what you do. You've got a six-month waiting list that's growing. Can you see three times as many people, <laughs> right? Because the business model of spending time with patients, it doesn't work. And that was enough for me to realize, first of all, the, the one and a half years was enough for me to realize that in Fort Wayne, Indiana, there was a hunger and a desire for integrative medicine and this type of health-promoting healthcare. And listeners, one of the things I have to interject is Fort Wayne about this time had found itself on the list of some of the fattest cities in America. 
And so what Jeff's talking about is not a city that's known for being health conscious to begin with, like some cities are. This is a city that at the time was really known for being one of the most unhealthy cities in America. Yeah. And actually, in my slide deck of my story, the USA Today also covered an article where it was also rated the stupidest city in the country. (laughs) So (laughs) in terms of like, well, they wouldn't get it, right? Like most of us would just say, well, they're not going to get it. I'm going to move to Arizona or California where the patients are going to understand it. This is this is human, man. This is like, I just want to feel well. What the medical system is providing me doesn't match up with how I want to feel or function. And so had realized that the demand was there. And so in 2010, spun off and started GlidMD, which I brought my wife on board as a nurse practitioner, another nurse practitioner who was passionate about this mission. and completely left the insurance system and just said, we're just going to work for patients and we'll spend an hour with you. We'll dive deep. And if we do our job and guide you right, you won't need to see us regularly, nor will you need to spend that, you know, whatever X thousands of dollars of your deductible toward managing disease. And so it's been a wonderfully successful practice. It's been a joy to have relationship with patients instead of simply that seven to 10 minute interaction of what's the next dose, what's the next specialist. And it continues today. And yeah, that's my story, man. Well, my intersection into this story actually starts as we had a young family. This is probably, I don't know, 15 years ago, maybe more than that, uh, have a young family And I found myself at that crossroads of realizing, you know, we're trying to be healthy. We're doing some things intentionally to try to be healthy. And, you know, as I explain it, some of our listeners will laugh. You know, I was doing the things like I was drinking the shakes because, you know, I wanted to minimize some of the calorie or make sure I was getting the right proteins, things like that. And I remember just hearing about this practice, GLAD-MD, and hearing they were doing stuff that was different, really focused on proactive health, that resonated with me. So I called Jeff up, scheduled a time with him, met, and I remember telling you about this. And your first thing was, do you have one? And I showed you the shake and you turned it around. You showed me all the ingredients. And he's like, do you realize all these chemicals that are in here. He's like, I love your heart. I love your passion to get healthy for your family, but this is the way that you're choosing to do it. And he was so gracious about it. I just connected immediately with like, oh yeah, that's probably not the best way to do it. And Jeff, back then you actually told me a story that has stuck with me all these years about as you were studying the healthiest people groups across the world, some of the surprising things that you learned. And that really helped me connect up to what was it going to look like to live a much healthier lifestyle? Yeah, without a doubt. Well, and you can imagine, you know, we get a bit of a bad rap as integrative medicine or functional medicine as being these, you know, super restrictive, unsustainable diets. And I will say there's a number of practitioners in the country who do practice that way, and it's difficult to follow, but it's really about eating real food. These groups of people, whether it was, you know, sort of the high fat, almost all fat Inuits, whether it's, you know, hunters and gatherers where it was mostly meat and blood, where it's a high carb, you know, rice and grains and fruits and vegetables, all of those are real foods. 
and they all thrive. So the reason why we have to spend time with each patient is because it isn't just a, here's your recipe book, go. It's a, what do you like to eat? What do you enjoy? What does your family eat? How do you fit into society? Like I'm not about wanting to make you the outsider at every family gathering and at every restaurant, but I do want you to think about what you're consuming and choose the most whole foods possible. So it really is about that journey of understanding an individual and their likes and their dislikes. Just like, you know, I've got vegans in my practice. I don't practice veganism. I don't often see it being a healthful path for nutrition, but for some patients, it's wildly successful. I'm not going to talk them into eating meat. Like, let's just stay on that path. So I think that's a really critical aspect of the care and the understanding is you know, getting them to learn about the types of foods that are best supportive or for their health. And I think your story, Tommy, too, tell me if I'm wrong, it was also data-based, right? We had done a huge series of labs that are not specialty. They're not out there. They were done by the local hospital. And we were able to interpret those and connect what you were consuming to what we were seeing in the data. And that is the biggest aha for most people. 100%. It was a massive aha moment for me, Jeff. I remember getting those labs back and obviously I didn't know what they even meant, but coming in to meet with you and your team to go through those and then see, okay, these are problems. Like you're not seeing the results of those problems yet. But in my simplistic brain, it was like, gosh, I haven't been putting oil in my car for 35 years, you know, now 42 years. Like I'm going to have a problem eventually if I stay on this path. And seeing those labs was the first time that was ever shown to me as like a diagnostic of my own almost quality control under the hood. These are the things you're not doing the proper maintenance. And that's evident here. Here's proof. Here's evidence. You're not doing the maintenance that you should be to keep this product, your body working in its top functionality. And seeing that just opened my eyes and allowed me to immediately embrace and say, okay, what do I need to do to fix this? Yeah. If you want to talk about like what really separates the delivery of integrative medicine from conventional, it's the data interpretation, right? Too often, conventional medicine, you know, you see your doctor, you get your labs done, you get a phone call the next week from a medical assistant or a nurse that says your labs are okay. Why? Because they weren't way off the chart abnormal. You don't have a disease. That's essentially what they're saying. You don't have a major disease. We interpret them, we get labs before the visit, and we're interpreting them not just based on the lab reference range, which realize that normal range is set so that 95% of the population falls in the normal range. You don't want to be 95% of the population. Look around. You do not want to be 95% of the population. So we take what's optimal and what is the story that your data is telling us. And even more important than the single data point is the trend, right? No different than business, no different than finance. Like you're following the trends. What does the data tell you? It's the insights of the data. And so it's that interpretation format that to me is the most powerful part of integrative medicine because that's when most patients are like, 
okay, I see you showing me that my carbohydrate metabolism isn't working. And it's getting worse over the last three years we've worked together. You don't have diabetes and you're probably not going to get diabetes for 10 years. But the whole pathway there, that's not a good path either for your health. So part of what integrative medicine delivers then is this aspect of being able to have a diagnostic on your body. You know, no different. We do that for our car. We get an inspection on our home or, you know, we have somebody come out and spray for bugs at our house to try to keep it in top condition. We pressure wash it to try to keep it in good condition. You know, we do all these preventative things to keep it in great condition, but we don't think of our bodies that way a lot of times. And I love that that's what a practice like yours enables people to do. And what I also appreciate, Jeff, is you didn't just stop there. So you had tremendous success in building this for yourself. And I do want to hear the part of you ended up selling part of your practice to Discovery Health. So I want to talk about that. But then you had a passion to take this far beyond you to the broader population. And that's really where Fullscript comes into play. So maybe uh, walk us through what happened with Discovery and then, you know, take us into full script as I definitely want to hear about that. Yeah, no, happy to. So you had my health transformation and my clinical transformation. Now is my entrepreneurial transformation. So as I started integrative medicine and really super passionate, it's all I could think about. It's all I could, you know, work on. My buddy who ran the acupuncture clinic had started in Southern Indiana an integrative practice. We had stayed friends in so many ways. And I said, Steve, there's an opportunity here for us to educate the masses. The internet was, you know, SEO was starting to become a big thing. I had a buddy who was really into sort of the Google analytics of all of that. And so we started Pure Health MD, which was just content focused on this type of education. And so we would bring in doctors. It was while I was training at the University of Arizona. So lots of passionate providers writing content for us. And with my SEO buddy, you know, we were landing at the top for magnesium and zinc and all these other aspects of integrative health. And it was all of our part-time job. And I was ready to go full-time with it. The rest of them weren't. And luckily, Discovery came calling. And we ended up selling all that content to the Discovery Channel. But that was the, I want to be in a startup. I want to create big things. And so couldn't stop. It was also what inspired me ultimately to leave Parkview, a hospital and start my own practice. But then it just kept going. And so I was at a conference and was learning about drug-induced nutrient depletion, right? A huge topic that no one talks about. So all of these common pharmaceutical medications that people are taking for years, acid suppressing medications, birth control pills, cholesterol lowering medications, are known to deplete certain vitamins and minerals, and we're likely not getting nearly enough in the diet, even at baseline, let alone chasing something that's pushing those vitamins and minerals out. And so I was like, gosh, there should be a tool for that. And so I created in 2011, mitavin, as the nutrient depletion calculator. And so I used it in my practice, Lots of practitioners use it across the country. It was rated the top tech tool in integrative and functional medicine. And, you know, we were using it, like I said, the diagnostics really get people wowed and it's the aha moment in integrative medicine. So was Mitovin, right? Put in three drugs, 
show you what potential nutrients are being depleted, the symptoms of the deficiency of those vitamins, which was their list of why I'm here. And it was like, oh, wow, this is different. That got the attention of Fullscript. So Kyle, who's the co-founder and CEO of Fullscript, got a hold of me a year or two later after it got named that top tech tool. And he's like, hey, we've got a virtual dispensary of supplements. You know, We're gaining a lot of momentum. We'd love to work together. And we'd love to have Mitovin as part of this platform. I was at that time simply just selling supplements out of my clinic, didn't realize sort of they were doing something really novel and unique where they were handling all the difficult parts of inventory and expiration and renewals and refills. And so Kyle and I became fast friends. And over time, Fullscript has grown and grown and now has set their sights on you know, really moving integrative medicine into a place where this is just how we practice medicine. And so in 2019, I became chief medical officer, again, as that part of that big vision, I think they call it an intrapreneur now. And that's what I'm passionate about, you know, with Fullscript, they bought Mitovin, you know, we've now got that tool upgraded. And so I still get to keep my hand in my practice and still work with the patients I enjoy seeing. But now I'm working on a bigger vision of how do we spread this type of healthcare everywhere. And that's what Fullscript is all about. So love working with those guys. You know, they're actually based out of Ottawa, Canada, but most of our success in business has been here in the States. And what are the services that Fullscript provides to integrative medical practices? Yeah. So it is a free platform for the practitioner and allows them to, if you've already trained in integrative medicine and have an evidence-based and an education base for it, We're just providing you the catalog of the highest quality supplements and the educational resources to prescribe to your patients. We're handling all of the distribution. We're handling the refill reminders. We're handling the opportunities for auto ship so that you can just practice and don't have to handle the inventory. There is revenue to be made for your practice if you choose to take that. There's also a no margin account if you're in a hospital practice or a group practice that chooses not to generate revenue on supplements. We have a no margin option. But to be able to help create that treatment plan and then educate your patient and then carry them on that adherence journey is what we do. We also now have built the protocols with the evidence and all of the supporting data behind why you would make this recommendation. So, you know, we call, we're seeing a big swath of practitioners come over as sort of these adopter physicians who they're getting burned out with the conventional system too in their conventional education. They're seeing that there's a better way to care for patients. Listen, it doesn't always involve supplements. Supplements should be minor. The major stuff should always be nutrition, movement, mindfulness, and sleep. Well, that content is on full script too. So if, if you do nothing else, guide your patients with that education, which is stuff we didn't get in medical school. But eventually, once you start learning this, whether it's medication-induced nutrient depletion, whether it's gaps in the diet, whether it's just you know deficiencies for other reason, you know, say vitamin D in the winter, starting to measure these levels and understand the need for supplementation and look at the data to support it, I mean, full script is there to support that part of your practice as well. And Jeff, one of the things I I know some people have concerns about is it always seems like this unknown wild west in the supplement space of you just never know what you're getting. And, you know, I even laughed the other day. I went into one of the leading pharmacies. I'm not even going to name them, but one of those nationwide that's on every major corner. I walked in and they had this like world's leading supplement company, only one 
certified by whatever. And then I just did a quick Google search and it turns out that certification body is like their own, you know? <laughs> so like, we're the only, we're the only one certified by the leading certifier, but the certifier is us. I was just like laughing and I'm like, okay, it's probably decent. But I know that's one of the things that Fullscript and you have really taken pride in is making sure that these are highest quality ingredients. Speak to that. No, yeah, you're exactly right. It's a scary, wild west world to your point. And it's just like the product you brought to your first visit, right? I can help you read the ingredients and interpret the backside of the dyes and the synthetic forms and the excipients that may create issues that you're not hoping for with poor quality supplements. And it's why Fullscript is now trusted by a number of hospital systems. They'll only recommend a supplement if it's on Fullscript because they know that our team has vetted all of that. You know, we have a quality program that ensures that what you're getting in that bottle is what the evidence suggests should be used. It's also what it says on the bottle, right? Actually, one of the leading supplement companies that we work with at Fullscript and we carry in our catalog proudly, I was just with their president a couple of weeks ago. And they're one of the few supplement companies that really focuses on making sure that you're only getting their products through healthcare professionals. But sometimes you'll find their products show up on Amazon. Well, his team will buy those products on Amazon. And I've known for years, they'll find you know, expired product, they'll find, you know, mainly expired. And that tends to be the bigger issue. A couple months ago, they bought a magnesium on Amazon from their company, no lot number. The label was not the label that comes out of their factory. And they sent it for testing. There wasn't even magnesium in the capsule. So if you're going to take a supplement as a patient, if you're going to recommend a supplement as a clinician, it should be as if you're writing a pharmaceutical drug and it should meet the highest quality standards. And that's what we represent. And that's really why we started is to make sure that patients are getting exactly what the evidence says they should get and exactly what their practitioner wants them to take. I love that. It's that confidence level that you just cannot have on something so important trying to go get it on an Amazon. So absolutely. Well, Jeff, this has been absolutely fantastic. This actually takes us into my favorite part of the show where I get to ask you two questions. The first question is the question that everybody wants to know. And what that really means is it's the question that I want to know. And then the last question is the real question everybody wants to know. So Jeff, my question for you today is I know you are passionate about thinking about longevity. And for our listeners' sake, I'd love for them to hear some of that passion directly from you. Yeah, and I would say it has become, because it is a personal passion at 48 years old, it's now you know, easily become a practice passion. So when I went full-time with Fullscript in early 2022, I needed to whittle down my practice. And the patients I see now are ones I've maintained a long-term relationship with who are on the focus of longevity. And when we talk about longevity, too often we talk about lifespan, right? What's the number age-wise that you're going to live to? I am much more interested in a focus on health span. And I heard a speaker, I think, who is a doctor in the Air Force this summer 
and said the goal, you know, from a health span perspective, health perspective, you know, sort of the goal of your life is healthy, 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 dead. Right. Like we want to avoid chronic disease. We want to avoid that burden where we see it all too often and we want that compressed end of life. And so health span being as physically, mentally, spiritually capable and thriving to our last day is the goal. And so that's really what I spend the most time with my patients on. And that's really the lens that we're looking at the data through, right? Are we avoiding prediabetes, which carbohydrate and sugar metabolism and how your body handles it is probably the number one focus, whether you're trying to avoid cancer, Alzheimer's, heart disease, and we know the numbers and the data that we should be tracking for that. I would say my own personal efforts there would be number one, strength training. I think making sure we have a focus on strength training, which isn't happening so often in people's exercise routine, they're walking. Listen, walking is fine. It's movement, better than being sedentary. You're not gaining any strength. And once you hit 40, your strength is going down quite precipitously as you age. You can prevent that, but it requires you to challenge your muscles on a regular basis, and it requires you to nourish your muscles on a regular basis. So my newest recent change in my own personal lifestyle is a much greater focus on my protein intake because I can challenge my muscles through strength training three times a week, but if I don't feed those muscles, they don't have the building blocks to get stronger. So my goal is, and Peter Atia is the guy I follow in terms of longevity, who is an incredible practitioner, talks about the centenarian Olympics. And so when you turn 100, you know, there are certain things that you want to do at 100 years old and you want to win gold medal in the centenary Olympics, right? So it's carry groceries up three flights of stairs without being winded. It's getting off the floor with just using one hand, getting out of the pool, you know, without using the ladder or the steps. Simple things in our 30s and 40s most of the time, not simple for a 100-year-old unless you've built a blueprint for getting there. And so that's really where my focus and my passion is presently. I love that. The Centenarian Olympics. That's just such a great mindset, you know, beginning with the end in mind and working backward to what do I need to do today at 42 years old to make sure I get there. And listeners, you probably can't see him unless you're seeing our brief little video clip. But, you know, Jeff says he's 48. The guy could pass for 38 easily. I mean, it's just you can see that health permeates into just feeling younger, looking younger. And I think that's what most of us want. So I love that. And Jeff, that really takes us to our last question of the day, which is, I think we've got two camps of listeners out there probably that, you know, some are not practitioners and they're just hearing about integrative medicine for the first time. And this sounds great. Proactive health, where they're really beginning with the end in mind and having a focus on that. Some of our listeners are hearing that saying, I need that. And so I want to hear from you, what should they do? And then I also want to hear, I'm sure we're going to have some practitioners out there that are hearing this saying, gosh, I've been feeling like in my medical practice, I'm always treating the symptoms. I'm dealing with the detection and I'm fixing it. And you know, I'm fortunate to have so many world-class physicians as friends, but some of them have told me it gets really, really tiring to constantly be fighting the battles 
at the end, instead of helping them deal with the root cause of what's leading them to this point. And so for those practitioners out there that are maybe saying, I want to make a pivot in medicine or for the integrative practitioner that's saying, I want to streamline my practice so that I can provide better quality of care for our patients. So really those three groups, I guess, what would you say to them is the best way for them to follow up if what they're hearing today is prompting them to want to take action? So what I would say from the patient side, and this is where I'm not a full subscriber to every practitioner of integrative and functional medicine. I think, you know, there are practitioners who focus more on expensive testing and really deep nuance, and it really becomes distracting, quite frankly, for most patients' health. So patients interested in this path need to screen practitioners to make sure they're going to match up with somebody. This is a relationship. Find someone you can sync with, find someone who understands your goals and your budget and can guide you from that perspective. It doesn't necessarily have to be a medical doctor or a, you know, a DO. It could be a health coach that helps you get off and start focusing on your lifestyle. But you know, if you're looking for more of that deep-rooted, I've got a medical condition that I really want to understand the roots of, you know, someone trained by the Institute for Functional Medicine, someone trained by A4M, or somebody trained by the University of Arizona Integrative Medicine Fellowship are going to provide that deeper understanding. If again, you're fairly healthy, but want to stay that way, or you know, look at that sort of deep dive preventative strategy, there's a number of doctors now who are family practice doctors who have gotten out of their practice and do DPC, direct primary care, because they want to spend time with patients again. And while they may not have the deep training in integrative medicine, they understand the power of lifestyle. They're coaching this. They may have staff that can help guide that. So I would start seeking out in your area first, virtually, if there's nothing in your area, people with that focus, right? The you know lifestyle medicine practitioner, that's another discipline that's educating practitioners on how to focus on lifestyle. So like all practitioners, they're not all the same. Our training's not the same. Our focus isn't the same. Interview them and consider it a relationship and screen those practitioners. For the conventional doctors who are trained conventionally, practicing conventionally, looking for other paths and other ways to care for their patients, we just are launching Fullscript Academy as a course in training those practitioners to just understand the principles of integrative medicine how to talk to patients about them, how to consider where you would consider having a supplement conversation, what you would think about, what you would consider. So we have a whole supplements 101 course that guides that practitioner. And so rather than pay for an expensive you know, training program that you may not have time or money for, you can get that education there. I would start seeking out nutrition conferences and seeking out you know, the lifestyle medicine organizations and attend those conferences. You can learn a ton and really start getting a really great background just starting there. And for the integrative practitioner who's already savvy in this and doing this, but you know maybe feels overburdened or their business model is they're really struggling, find a way to use Fullscript, right? I mean, we've tried to build ourselves into EHRs, build ourselves into your workflow so that you can provide the kind of care you want with the quality of supplements you desire in a format that you're already used to practicing in. But I would also, you know, be looking at other practitioners who have models of practice like yours, 
who are doing amazing things, right? There's plenty of examples of in fully insurance-based practitioners who are thriving in this model. They're using codes for remote patient monitoring. Tommy, you mentioned that, whether it's continuous glucose monitoring or, you know, Aura Ring. I mean, there are codes to be reimbursed for that. And so all of that content exists. Certainly some of it exists in Fullscript. So fullscript.com slash webinars would have a lot of that content for the conventional crowd, but also, you know, more of the already trained integrative medicine crowd. So, you know, seeking that education now that technology is there to just do it in your living room, you don't have to fly to conferences, you know, once a month or a couple times a year or pay for that to start that education. Well, that's fantastic. And listeners, we'll put links to those content places in our show notes, whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so that you can go connect up. And at the end of the day, I hope everybody out there listening has learned something new about how to really get prepared for that long-term healthy lifestyle. So that I always think of it as I want to be able to play football with my grandkids someday. You know, I want to be able to play basketball with my grandkids and yeah, maybe not jump and grab the rim or whatever, but at least be able to play around the world, things like that. And that all starts with the choices that we're making today. And to be intentional about those is only possible if we know what to be intentional about. And that was my biggest missing link when I started on this journey is I wanted to do the right things, but I didn't know how to get there. And finding a great practitioner that knew what they were talking about in this space made all the difference for me. So I hope that's of benefit to many of our listeners. We appreciate you all so much. Again, you've turned this show into a way bigger deal than we ever intended. And so hopefully this is a way we can give back to you all. Thanks for being so great. We'll see you right back here next week on Beyond the Ordinary. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beyond the Ordinary. This podcast is brought to you by Mammoth and produced by Reverb. If you like this show, consider sharing it with a friend. You can subscribe to future episodes in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about Mammoth and Beyond the Ordinary, visit us at mammoth.vc.com.